Welcome to Comedy Joke, where both those things are optional. I'm Taylor Gaines. And I'm Sophia Pierzada. And I'm Christian Torres. Whoa! (laughs) In this podcast, we do some improv and we have conversations and we do improv based off those conversations. And then at the end, um, we play a game or do a little segment or just kind of mess around with each other. Depends on what the episode is. A little ditty. Sometimes there's a little ditty at the end. Ooh, this episode, it's a ditty. Yeah. I brought a game this week that is a full ditty. Um, Whoa. Can we we handle that? Never go full ditty. (laughs) Even Diddy doesn't want to be full ditty anymore. What is he now? Is he Diddy or is he Daddy? Because isn't he? Wasn't he? He was Puff Daddy, and then he was P Diddy, and then he was just Diddy. was he Puff at any point? Was he ever just I think Puff? He was. I th- I thought he was just Diddy. His name is just Diddy, um, but also his legal name is Sean Combs. Right, that is his name. Oh, I I knew I knew his name. Isn't he like a? Does, doesn't he have like an MBA or something? Or am I thinking of somebody else? I mean, many people have MBAs. I feel like he's a successful businessman. He's not a businessman. He's a businessman. Boo. <laughs> Is that a reference to something? That's I think that's a Jay-Z line. It, it could be originated somewhere else though. I'm not familiar. Do they in the UK do they call him JZ? Oh my god. Are we workshopping stand-up bits? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but legitimately I'm gonna write that down. I <laughs> I I feel like it must have been used by someone already. Uh, it doesn't feel like it feels too good to be uh, t- to, you know, to be a, a pure original. But when he tours in Asia, do they call him Kanye East? <laughs> oh, oh, no. <laughs> Go, you do one, Sophia. <laughs> no, I don't know any of them. I then yeah, there's a Snoop Dogg. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Dre? I don't know. He's a guy. Do you think he has a doctorate? Probably not. It's the doctor. I don't want to do this. This isn't my scene. <laughs> I still think that we need to convince Sophia to unveil her stand-up special onto the world at some point. Le- le- legit- yeah. Legitimately, you you would be a great stand-up comedian. I know I've said this like a thousand times off of the podcast. And so me saying this on the podcast is mostly performative because we've had this discussion before, but legitimately yeah. you, you would make a great stand up. Thank you. Maybe one day. Like I said, I think I'm going to once uh, flights are normal, I can do that. I'm going to book like I'm going to go on to Southwest and find one of their like $49 round trip deals and it's going to take me to like whatever random you know, city that it can take me for $49 and then I'm going to find an open mic in that city and then I'm going to do stand up and then I'm going to come home all within like, like 36 hours. And then that's going to be how I do stand up. Wait, so why won't you do it in a state, you know, I just don't want to do it anywhere around here where I could run into somebody. I need, I need the anonymity. I kind of get that. Yeah. I, I, (laughs) I hear that that's what, I don't know why, I feel like I just heard this maybe on a different podcast, but isn't that what strippers do where like they don't, you don't strip in the town that you live in, you go somewhere else and you do that. Yeah, I mean, that happens with escorts a lot. Right, right. Um, But that's typically because they're flown somewhere, they meet somebody online and then the guy's like, I live in LA and I have an infinity pool. Would you like to have sex with me all weekend? I'll give you a thousand dollars. That's a high end escort though. Yeah, it's, you know, 
for different strokes for different folks, but seems like an okay gig if you're, you know, want to do that. No, nah, I could never be a high, a high paid escort. Just low paid? Yeah. Yeah. I know my value. You know, I, I feel like, uh, <laughs> I don't know what the going rate is for an escort, but I guarantee I'm under market value. Hey, that's something. It's still something. You know, you got your day job. Working at um, unknown place. Don't tell people where I work, please. That's what I said. It's unknown place. <laughs> okay, thank you. I can't believe you announced that he works at unknown place. Ah, oh, shit! In the mystery plaza. <laughs> yeah, I, I want that to be like when wrestlers come out, and it's like from parts unknown. You know, <laughs> I guess because the person who asked them did a poor job at doing their job. I I do recall Christian. Since we're talking about anonymity, I don't know if this is its own form of anonymity, but I've done many an improv show with you, and I know that you actively try not to invite your own family (laughs) to see you perform comedy. I need to know, are you going to like try to restrict access to this podcast to your own family, like blocking IP addresses and stuff? What's going to happen here? 100%. 100%. So uh, for for those who are tuning in, I've done improv for about 10 years now. Uh, My mother came to see a show in March. uh, Just of 2020. Of 2020. (laughs) Immediately immediately after, uh, we went into a lockdown. (laughs) So correlation doesn't necessarily equal causation, but, you know, put that there. That's there for you. That's, you know, that that keep that seed in your head. But anyway, uh, so, you know, I, 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 I have mentioned to my family that I have a podcast. They will not be listening. Why'd you, ma- why'd you mention it then? I think a part of you wants your mom to listen and no, say good job. I have no desire. Part of you wants your dad to listen and uh, say good job. I have no desire for any of my family members to ever listen to this podcast. Your brother? Hi, this is a message for Christian's family. Christian wants you to know that he loves you deeply and really wants your approval and support in his new podcast ventures. Please donate by sending money to at Gaines Taylor on Venmo. Thank you. Don't put words in my mouth. Also, you dox yourself by giving out your Venmo information. But I guess that's, that's the best way to dox yourself. Yeah, I guess that <laughs> don't one, give Taylor one. money. He has a Roth IRA. <laughs> don't give him don't give him money. I also don't actually know if that's my Venmo username. Oh, nope, it is. That's yeah. cool. I'll, I'll give away my Venmo. People, if people want to just send me money, I, I accept. But what if they request money from you? What if they request money from you and you don't even think about it and just like, oh, do, 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 I'm Taylor. And then you press the button and it's like accept. And then you give away your, your Roth IRA. What if somebody requests your Roth IRA from you on, on Venmo and you hit yes by accident? As good as that impression is of me, I just don't think I could see it happening. Oh no, my phone's buzzing. Do you need to take this? Sophia Pierzada requests 69 cents. <laughs> it's a tax. It's called, it, you have to pay your monthly dues for my friendship. This ain't free. You got the free trial, but now it's time to pay, pay up. I'm 69 cents. That's how much I'm worth. See, I don't have to have a high self-worth either. Hey, you're, <laughs> you're under market value too. We can all, yeah. we're all cheap. No, I mean, I don't know. So did your mom like the improv that she saw? <laughs> yeah, she seemed to she seemed to enjoy it. At least she said she did. Um see, I think that not to get too much into the psychology of it, but I don't want people to come see a show and then tell me it was good afterwards just because they feel they need to. Right. 
Because that I would hate that feeling. Um, the show she did see, though, I did fucking kill it. Like I, I gotta say, I, I heard from people afterwards, and this is this is apocryphal, so I don't know how true it is. But people told me afterwards that there were like some frat guys standing at a bar uh, next to it who, after the show, were like really into me. They were like not not like in not like they were into me, but they were like, "This guy knows what he's doing," you know? Because th- th- they told me they they're were, all from Jersey. <laughs> they're Jersey <laughs> frat guys. I don't know. Somebody told me that there were frat like guys standing by the bar. And mind you, this was in like in a school, the- like in a theater in a school. <laughs> so I don't okay. know why they were there, <laughs> why they were there. Yeah. But somebody told me they were. And someone told me that they fucking digged what I was putting out that night. So we cut to Christian Torres performing an improv show at a frat house at uh, Mystery College, Inc. Thank you, Mystery College, Inc. I've been Christian Torres. Going to take a quick inter- intermission, and I'll be back to, for the, the next hour of improv. Oh. 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 That guy fucking killed it. He said a lot of uh, stuff. Do you think that the stuff he was saying was, like, real? Or, like, like do you think he just, like, made that shit up? Because, like, that's so funny. I think it sounded pretty real. Like... He probably has actually been to the moon, like, at least once. That makes sense, because, like, the way he was, like, doing that scene on the moon was, like, so real. What I didn't understand was, like, none of his characters drank at all. Right. And that, huh, I bet you, there's no way that guy doesn't drink, though. Yeah, he seems so lonely and sad, like. He must drink. Right. Wait, oh, there he is. He's coming back. Hey, man. Oh, hey, guys. Hey, you like the show so far? Hey, hey, I'm Tonk. Hey, hey, so I'm Christian Torres. Hey, my name's Chad, obviously. Of course. I see your name tag. See your name tag. Very nice. Very nice. You guys enjoying my uh, one-man improv show? Yeah, we uh, wish that you would do more drinking, because that's, like, what we do. Oh, we sure. also wish you could like distinguish between what's real and what's fake. I think that would be helpful for the for the whole audience. Sure, sure. Yeah, guys. Uh, oh man, I, I wasn't supposed to say this, but uh, yeah, I don't. I don't drink, guys. I, I don't. I don't. What? I don't drink. Uh, Is that even possible? Yeah, yeah. You know, it's a thing. Uh, I guess it's been leaking into my performance tonight. Man, I I'm usually so in character. Oh, I'm so sorry, guys. Wait, your characters drink, but you don't. Well, I mean, I like to think that I can, that I can, I can't. I do have a little bit of range. At least I like to think that. Oh, do 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 being drunk. Do being drunk for us. Uh, sure, sure, sure. For uh, me and Chad. Uh, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. Okay, so here it is. Man, I sure am drunk. Vodka, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> He's got it right down. <laughs> Vodka does make you drunk. Eh, see, yeah, there, there, there you go. Do another one. Do it with a different drink. Okay, okay, okay. Poo-hoo, I am drunk as a skunk. Whiskey, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> that was also so good. Wait, wait, wait. Do you do beer? Do you do beer too? Uh, yeah, yeah, I can do that, yeah. Uh, whoo, man, I'm so drunk. Pilsners, <laughs> am I right? <laughs> he is right. right? Pilsners. Oh. Damn, you're so right. Right? Right? Uh, wow. Man. I'm feeling like we have really good chemistry here. Do you think we can, like, join in for the next part of the show, me and Chad? 
Yeah. I mean, this is our frat house. So if you tell us no, we'll have to dunk you. I, I, yeah, this is a place where we never take no for an answer. Oh, God. I really don't want to perform here anymore. Uh, hearing that, that's really concerning. Guys, I, I really don't allow audience participation in my shows. Uh, I am I do a one-man improv show of mostly character work, so... Uh, well, wait, but me and me and Chad are, like, really funny. Like, we're the funniest guys in the frat house. Sure, like, sure. Yeah, everyone By tells far. us we're hilarious. Right, Yeah, right. watch this, watch this. Wow, those are pretty good sound effects. Did you make those yourself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 so that you can see what I'm really doing with the with that ball. I throw it up and then I catch it in my mouth and then I spit it out and it goes in that big butthole poster on the wall. Right, right. No, I did see that. I did see that. Yeah. Listen, guys, uh can can, can you guys hold one Is moment? Is that not funny enough? Uh um, I that was Chad, so do, funny. That Chad, do so your bit. Funny. Do your bit. Oh, my bit? Yeah, do it. Okay. <laughs> Man, the guy that was pretty funny. See? See? It's funny. That How was a weak about... one. That was a weak one. I'm sorry. How about you just let us join in your next skit and then we'll like we'll get out of your way. Uh, they're really not skits, they're scenes. I'm I'm a perform I'm a per I'm a serious performer, guys. I can't just have you guys look. You wouldn't go up to Brett Favre and ask if you can play in the next game, would you? That's his uncle. That's his fucking uncle. Yeah, Brett Favre. I I I base all my dick pics off his. Sure. He sent a dick pic once. It's a famous thing. Is it? I I'm sorry. I'm not. I don't follow. This is a comedy guy. He doesn't know. God, I I have a shitty agent. For some context. This is a scene where we made fun of Christian for not drinking, but I will say, I also don't drink, <laughs> so. Yeah, I forgot about that while we were doing the thing. We outnumber you, Taylor. You're the weird one yeah. now. Explain to our listeners, I guess, since you they've probably never heard you talk about this, why neither of you <laughs> drink. <laughs> in, a, in a fun and entertaining way. In a way. fun and entertaining <laughs> way. Okay. <laughs> I'm constantly pregnant. <laughs> That's a fun and entertaining answer. Oh, so, okay. A fun and entertaining way. I don't drink because uh, my great grandfather invented beer and didn't get credit for it. So it's mm. uh, I can't out it's of tough. principle. <laughs> Sorry, was that not funny enough for you? I, I no, no, no. I just, I realized that the natural follow-up was like, oh, why don't you drink? Right. But I don't know if, I don't know if that's good podcast material or not. <laughs> I always just say, I have this thing, um, you, I don't know, I feel like we've done enough podcasts where I just kind of briefly mention my Muslim roots <laughs> and then just like kind of, you know, dip from that. But basically, uh, long story short, as I was raised Muslim, and I'm not really that anymore. However, I have what I like to call Islamic residual. Um, and that's where there's just <laughs> things I never did and then still kind of don't do as a result of my religious upbringing. So um, I just don't drink because it was never allowed. And now I don't uh, care. Mm. But I also am like, you know, still a chance. I don't know. They could be right. It's also why I don't eat pork. So, yeah, that's why I don't drink. Also, it tastes bad. When you say they could be right, you mean like Islam could be right? So you want to just play it safe? 
Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. I think they've got a good shot. Well, I guess you could argue they have one of the biggest shots in the world, right? There's like a top. They're in the top like three. Yeah, they're in the top three. Is that what we th- we're basing having the best shot at being right on? Is <laughs> is however many people you convinced? Yeah. I'm not saying that's incorrect. I'm just asking if that's the basis we're going off of. Yeah, it's the religions of the book. It's like. If you've lasted this long and this many people still think it's legit, then you you might be doing something right. My first thought when you initially said Islamic residuals was that you somebody getting like a check every month every time somebody buys a Quran. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. That would be incredible. No. Just like weird things that hang around from my childhood. Like when I get really scared and I'm driving in like a rainstorm, I start I start saying Arabic that I forgot I for, forgot I knew. Oh, I, th- I thought you were about to say that's a thing. That's a thing in the religion is it says somewhere if you're ever driving in a rainstorm, <laughs> stop what you're doing right now. <laughs> no, I just mean when I get when I get scared, a little part of me turns to God. Right. Isn't that isn't that the whole thing? Like the people in the foxhole or whatever? Right. No one no one's an atheist in a foxhole. Is that the same? Right. right. That sounds sure. like the name of a Fallout Boy song or something. <laughs> <laughs> no one's an atheist in a foxhole by Fallout Boy. By Fallout Boy. And though that that um is never mentioned in the lyrics. It's very important that that yeah. um, phrasing never comes up in the actual song. Is that how Fallout Boy Fallout Boy, song? Boy fans understand? What would you say is the biggest misconception about Islam being 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 raised? <laughs> I'm sorry. I just I just, I just I feel you. like I'm on a smart person podcast. Is this a smart person podcast? Right. I got to address that this is this is now a recurring thing that happens now is on this comedy podcast. Taylor asks very deep <laughs> questions or or questions. <laughs> Taylor's out of the frame. He ran away. (laughs) (laughs) So I have this thing. I have this thing happening lately where if I laugh too hard, it hurts my entire heart. (laughs) This podcast is going to kill you. Go to a doctor. (laughs) I don't know if this should make the podcast, but go see a medical professional. That shouldn't be happening. I I just thought it might be an interesting question and simultaneously enlightening for our probably American listeners who... Might have been raised with a lot of Islamophobia in their lives, you know? Sure. Right. This, this is the yeah. place that we're going to stamp that out. It's <laughs> so. on this podcast literally called Comedy Joke. <laughs> literally. <laughs> we said both are optional, You're... and I'm going to answer Taylor's question <laughs> sure, thoughtfully. No, let's do this. Let's so, do this. Let's do this. Let's have this. How about this becomes like an NPR podcast between me and Sophia and Christian? Just like, just what's the name of that angry dog? Um, Clifford? You, no, no, you just like. Is it the Bush's the baked beans dog? Oh, triumph the uh, That is a great dog. The uh, no, let's let's fucking have this TED talk, okay, Sophia? Go, go, All for, right. go for it. All right. So Taylor's question to me was, "What is one of the biggest misconceptions people have about Islam?" And I would have to say, yeah, that we're all violent. Um, probably that one that everyone's like wants to blow each other up and stuff. Uh, that would always happen where. Uh, people would be like, oh, your dad's coming to conference night. Is he going to wear one of those vests? So that was always fun. Um, yeah, we're we're not violent unless like, we are. Like, you know, like, I'm not going to speak for every Muslim here. <laughs> like, you know, there, there's some violent people in, in our, you know, in every population. Um, also, 
A lot of uh, Muslims have fun. Fun is had. See, Christian? See, Christian, I was asking a question that led right to fun. No, sure, yeah, yeah. Right. How would you say that those experiences impacted your development, having to deal with those misconceptions? <laughs> oh, it's not great. So you see, as... <laughs> see, I can so, do it too, so- <laughs> <laughs> Get ready for this in-depth hour-long so, interview of Sophia Pierce. <laughs> huh, how did it um, shape me as an individual? Well, as some of you may know, I am mixed race, so I am half white. So in the wake of 9-11, I would be like, I'm white. And then I'd try to hide it. But then I'd go in the sun and I'd get a tan. And people would be like, what are you? And I'd be like, eh. And then people would know that I was Muslim. God. And uh, I don't know. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't great. But here I am now on Comedy Joke. <laughs> You've made it. <laughs> I've made it. I will say, I know that it's common for a lot of people in our, in our country, but... The question, what are you, is just so insulting that I can't even... Right. Yeah, it's like constantly, like, people just staring at me and being like, what are you? And I'm like, the from Tampa. I'm from Tampa. I'm a girl. <laughs> Sometimes I forget I'm a girl. I'm just, I just imagine myself as, like, a genderless blob. What does that mean? I don't, I don't know. Like, sometimes, like, I don't think about myself in terms of femininity. Like, I feel like I am a, uh... Just a genderless being in like a sack of tits. Like I'm like, oh, there's boobs. Right. Jeez. Right. So. (laughs) Well. Yeah, I don't know. My my anthropologist girlfriend tells me that (laughs) gender is mostly a construct. So. How often does she tell you that? (laughs) (laughs) Every night before bed. (laughs) Oh my god. I think it's probably time for another scene. If if there's anything we can oh yeah, you want you want to do a scene about about it's time for a scene. Sure, let's do this. Yeah, I'm ready for this scene. <laughs> oh, this scene is gonna be so good. Oh, uh, this this so the, the next scene you're about to hear is really gonna be a poignant look at a bunch of really heavy topics, but done in such a masterful and delicate way that it's really gonna make you rethink improv as an art form be like whoa this isn't just comedy this also makes me think hey chad yeah what are you man you know i ask myself that like (laughs) every two weeks or so i don't know i i think i'm just chad i feel sometimes like i'm just tad but then i'm like out on those waves you know and like Mother Earth is like calling out to me and saying like you're not tad you're you're more than that you're rad and then I just I just ride it until the sun comes up you know That's so beautiful tad I didn't know that you were capable of such depth and self-reflection I mean <laughs> hang on Yes <laughs> <laughs> I saw. I thought I heard the door. Did we get our first guest on the podcast? Is that what? This oh, is? almost. It's a guest. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm recording. Good night. <laughs> you know, it's funny because I, I knew that would happen at some point, right? Because statistically. Well, at least some one of us would get interrupted during a recording, but should we should we try to keep going? No, nah. 
Maybe, maybe maybe we we can do another scene. Maybe maybe we okay, do a yeah, different yeah, scene, right? New scene. New scene. New scene. New scene. New scene. I feel like that whole scene was based off me just wanting to do the joke of saying hi, Chad. Right. Right. Yeah. I noticed you you threw in some recurring characters there, man. Uh, that was that was interesting. Uh, Chad and Tad. Yeah. No, I just Chad feels like you you really you really committed really hard to them. You know. So I just Disney Plus is signed on to my show. It's called Chad and Tad are rad, and. uh Every episode, they get kind of mad, but then by the end... They're sad. Hmm. How, how, how has it been received by GLAAD? You know? <laughs> the, the, LG, the trash bag company? The LGBT organization. How, oh. how, how have they, how have they uh, responded to the show, Chad and Ted? You know, I, I haven't run it by them yet, but Chad and Ted are, are very, like, open to, to anything, you know? That's what Chad and Tad are all about. Cool, cool. When Chad and Dad, when Chad and Tad meet their dad, he thinks they're kind of going through a fad, mm-hmm. but they're actually just—they're just two young lads who—they—they they sound quite noble, like the night Galahad. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Mr. Johnson, thank you for coming to Toyota of Tampa. Bay, we're so happy that you're interested in one of our Highlanders. Uh, y- yes, yes, I- I'd like a car, please. What one, one Highlander? Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, and so it seems as though um we've got a lot of great options for you. So you're definitely gonna walk off the lot with something great. But here at Toyota of Tampa Bay, we do want to make sure that our um, Toyotas are going home to good owners. And so we just have like a little questionnaire that we like to you know run by everybody you know um just to make sure everything is all good okay oh oh, oh okay my, my my wife didn't prepare me for any of this but but if it's procedure i, I guess I, I i need i need one highlander please yeah, no, that's t- it's totally procedure. Um, absolutely, you know we've got um, we've got Mike out in the back, like he's gonna go um, you know pick you out a couple cars for you to test drive them. Um, but first, uh, I, I just to- I only need one Highlander, Miss. Just one, please, one Highlander. Sure. No, I know, but we just, we love to give options, um, but we also, of course, okay. we need to, you know, you pick the Highlander and the Highlander picks you. Uh-oh, um, and okay. so. Yeah, it's a very special car. It's very special. Um, and so, anyway, our first question is, um, what country is your mom from? Oh, uh, oh, God. Um, I think she's from Poland. Oh, interesting. Okay, well, what about your father? Uh, I believe he was born in Massachusetts. Okay, so American, great, should, awesome, should good I, to hear. Should I get my wife for these questions? I, I usually answer questions with my wife. Oh, well, you see, this is a car dealership, so um, it's kind of like one of those things where if you let your wife do like a lot of talking, that's frowned upon. I, so I, we're I gonna... just want one Highlander, please. Yeah, and that's and you're going to get one, but first you're going to need to tell me... If you've ever been arrested. Oh, uh, yes. Once when I was a younger man, I was arrested. For what? Oh, oh, of course. Uh, yes. I was arrested for protesting the Vietnam War. Mm. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, um, hmm. so the Toyota of Tampa Bay, like, we really do love our veterans, um, but that's fine, That that's okay, oh, oh, oh. I'm glad that... Okay, well... No, it, 
it's okay. Um, there's more questions. There's more I, questions I, for you. I, I love veterans. God bless America. Can I get my wife? Okay, you know what? You're doing very poorly on the assessment, so we're going to go ahead and let you bring in your wife. Um, I know she's been trapped in a hot car um, because your current car doesn't have any air conditioning, so go ahead and bring her in. It's fine. Oh, okay. Should I go get her or are you going to go get her? I'm so confused. No, um, we're going to have Mikey pull her in, all right? Okay, she should be here okay, any second. Okay, we'll just wait until she comes. Hey, this the wife? Oh, yes, that that's that's my wife. So hot! Oh, oh, it's hotter than hotter than the time we nude protested in front of the White House. Ooh. Oh, hey, hi, is this Pamela? Hey, Pamela. Hi. Hello. Hey, welcome to Toyota of Tampa <sighs> Bay. Your husband. Oh, this, this, <sighs> this is my wife. This is my cherry blossom. Hello. Okay. So, water, um, water, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mikey can go ahead and just get you um, some water. We oh, have, yeah, um, yeah. I'll, I'll get on that. I'll get on that. Yeah, thank you, Mikey. All right, don't get her no ice, just just the tap. Oh, oh, I would love ice, please. Well, that's for customers. Anyway, um, and so, um, Pamela, I was just going to let you know that um, your husband is doing a little bit bad at her questionnaire, oh. and um, and I know how much you guys need this Highlander, as it is our larger SUV that can accommodate oh, yes, seven like one children. Highlander, please. What? Yeah, I've been so... I've been telling you one Highlander. What? That's what my wife. One Highlander. Did you say? Did you say please? I did. I said one Highlander, please. So I'm gonna just need to know, um, Pamela, who did mm -hmm. you vote mm -hmm. for in the 2000 election? 2000. Ooh, 2000. I believe, honey, was that when we voted for our friend Albert? Yes, yes, we did a write-in vote for Albert. Oh, your yes, we your have a friend, Albert Crenshaw. He lives down on Mullahond Drive. Oh, I thought you were talking about Gore. That's a little bit better. Um, okay, well... His um, middle name was Gore. Was it? Sure. I never knew Wasn't that. Wasn't it? I don't know. We I don't know. We wrote, we wrote him in. He was third party. Oh, he's a great guy, Albert. You know he can make a pineapple into a boat like they do with watermelons, but he can do it with pineapple. All right, listen here, you pieces of shit. Um, this Ooh. is Toyota of Tampa Bay, and we definitely want you to buy one of our cars. But like I said, yes, we have to make sure... Highlander, one please. Highlander, yeah, please. Yeah, yeah. So um, really the last thing that I'm going to need from you is um, just some blood. Is is that that's right blood is that traditional mm -hmm. yep this is um so as, i don't know if you know this but every dealership has their own little fun stuff that they do um and here we just ask for like a teeny little blood just so that you can like you know show um that you're loyal to toyota tampa bay i guess that could be fun when when we put together our protest for the two-state solution we you should probably stop talking about protests all right you're on thin ice just give us well, the blood. I'm just saying we we we've cut ourselves before. If if my if my wife says it's okay, then I guess it's okay as long as we can get one Highlander, please, just one. Wow! Thank God for the knock on the door. The knock on the door that changed everything. <laughs> really re reset stuff. We didn't have to listen to Chad and Tad anymore. Hey, I was looking forward to it because you were you were setting the precedent that every scene in this episode would include Chad and Tad, which. 
was something I was a little worried about that we would have to rebrand our podcast to the Chad and Tad. Oh, Chad show. and Tad's totally rad. Have either of you gone through a car purchasing process before? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not to sound like every single 40-year-old person, but it is like torture. It is so slow. <laughs> they make you do so much stupid stuff. Now, uh. Okay, now who's trying out material? <laughs> is, is this, Y'all ever heard a car dealer? What's up with car dealerships? Is, am I right? Is this thing what's on? What is this, an ad for Carvana? <laughs> oh, what's the thing where they have the fucking escalator for the car? Shoots it down a fucking chute for you. Shows up in your driveway and you get a 48-hour return on that thing. <laughs> what? Is that what, what you, you want? What are you talking about? I think she's talking about shoots and ladders. No, I am talking about I am talking about Carvana. Is that have like you never Tivana, seen a Carvana? No, it's like Nirvana but for cars. Mm, that makes more sense. So it's like a band. No, look up. Okay, while I'm talking, look up Carvana. You have homework right now. So basically, Carvana is it's a it is literally like a vending machine. With cars in it. Oh, I do and know you, what you're talking about. There was a um, yeah. Oh, what what? I think in one of the, in one of the Mission Impossibles, they went into a car vending machine like Carvana thing, and that was the I, I want to say Mission Impossible Ghost. I want to say Ghost Protocol. I think they go into a a car vending machine like you're talking about. I don't understand. Also, an iRobot. They did that. They, that's how the cars <laughs> were an iRobot. What don't you understand, Taylor? Do you like walk up? And put money in it, like a vending machine? You pay, like, through, like, an app or something. And are you and buying cars or renting cars? You're buying the car. Interesting. It's a no-haggle experience. And the whole point of it is to, like, get rid of all the things that you just complained about. Me, a purist, hates Carvana. I think that there is a certain magic to the car buying experience that involves all the, you know, pain and drudgery. That's part of it. I love it. I love car buying. I know this because you, you so, Sophia it. does it in her free time. Uh, we were we were once on a call and she took us through the process of ordering a Lexus uh, without buying with everything except for buying the Lexus. We we start we started at the process of the of the build your own Lexus website and we got to choose all yeah. the add ons and everything. The only thing and I can't emphasize emphasize this enough that we didn't do was buy a Lexus. One day, buddy. Why do you like it though? Like a universally miserable experience because. I don't know. I think that part of it is like being a being a girl who is like fully underestimated, like on any car lot. It's like a game to me because like they'll they'll try to like use, you know, normal ploys or like try to act like I don't know what I'm talking about with regard to cars. But I actually do because I love cars. And so I'll like do a lot of research and stuff and like have a lot more control over the situation than I think. Um car salespeople would like for me to have and so yeah i mean sometimes so i just like, like go to undercover yeah um i love it i love haggling i love saying that they're not giving somebody a good deal so i'm often like brought along on car buying excursions like by like friends and like my like my mom like i helped her get a good deal on a rogue nissan rogue all my friends um, like my mom <laughs> well no i helped i helped another friend and like so i love doing like test drives and like you know, show me the car facts, you know, all that <laughs> stuff. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I can't wait to buy a new car because it means I get to go car shopping again. It's a fun time. Christian, have you bought a car? Have I bought a car? I've 
He has leased a car. I, I have bought a car before, actually. Uh, once I paid cash for it. I bought it from from. So I once was I was trying to buy a car, right? And I took it into a um, what you call it, a mechanic, to get it looked at uh, before I bought it. And they come back to me. They're like, "Son, uh, you need to know something. This car that you want to buy is actually two separate cars that are welded together." What? <laughs> so this is the front half of one car <laughs> welded to the back half of a separate car. Don't buy this car. <laughs> and they came. Wait, what? <laughs> And they lifted up and they showed me like, see, you can see right here, right here where the weld spot is, where they welded two halves, two cars together. And so the guy, and then the, one of the guys goes, but it just so happens I am selling a car if you're interested. Uh, the, the car was only owned before by a priest who was then, I believe, who was then, I believe he went into an insane asylum, but, or no... <laughs> Or whatever the or whatever the modern version of that is now. I think he was like committed. I think the word they used was he was committed. Sure. And uh, wow. And and so his car was available, and I could buy and I could buy that car for cash and drive away the car. And and, and you know what? Lucky for me too. That car had like seven umbrellas in the back of the trunk that <laughs> I don't think he realized were back there, and so those were included in the price. Of the car, so I still use one of those umbrellas what? to this day. That that story has so many crazy details in it. <laughs> did did what was the two cars that were melded together? Were was it the same <laughs> make and model? <laughs> I, they were. I will say that if it was like the front half of a Volkswagen Beetle and the back <laughs> half of a Camaro, I would have noticed. So yes, they were they were the same make and model car. So oh do you think God. that someone found two separate versions of like this Honda Accord or whatever? Right. And they both got split in half and he was like, Well, the front half on this one is ruined and the back half on this one is ruined. Why don't we put the other two halves together and we'll have a new car? Like, how do you even do that? I don't know. I, and and I don't know enough about cars to understand. Yeah, period. I don't know enough about cars to understand. I can't. But I know that that is those exact words that a mechanic told me, was that it was two apps, two separate cars welded together. <laughs> I'm thinking about like the 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 axles like on the bottom right like how did, they had to have replaced all of that or something the only scenario i can imagine is like you're in a junkyard in like the climax of a film and you have to get somewhere fast and you're like no look around you where there's actually a bunch of parts we can use we can make a car and, and then that, <laughs> and then Right. And then you make Yeah, a very fast process. And then you weld together a car and that's the climax is, is then you have like a makeshift car and it's like, oh man, that thing's a piece of junk, but it works. And then it's like Also right. I I think the pieces add up that like priest who was committed. Right. Seven umbrellas. That sounds like a likely cover story for you got Mary Poppins's car. <laughs> I could have gotten Mary Poppins's car. And they did not want you to know. Right. Uh, right. I've either got Mary Poppins' car or alternatively, I'm a character in a Dan Brown novel who needs to like <laughs> unscrew one of the umbrellas to find the codex inside. And it's like, oh my God, the secrets are all here. He wasn't crazy. He just found the lost city of Shangri-La or whatever. Right. I've never read the Da Vinci Code. I don't know what happens. 
<laughs> I, I honestly thought you were talking about John Grisham for a second, where it's just like, now you're on the run from a great lawyer. No, no, Dan Brown, who wrote, who wrote the Da Vinci Code. I remember when I was young, I knew about the Da Vinci Code only because people in churches said, don't read the Da Vinci Code. <laughs> Yeah, the Da Vinci Code is the first thing that attracted me to my now husband. He was reading it. He was reading it in the seventh grade, and I thought that that was so impressive because he was like really reading it, and I was like, "That's I mean, so I, smart." I guess it's impressive because I haven't read it to this day. Yeah, so. also not right. read it. So you should have. Then you'd have a wife. <laughs> wow, I, is that all it would have taken all these years? I just needed to read the Da Vinci Code oh, for one of a nail. Yeah. Man, you, you never know what could change your life. You know. Yeah, th- that's how you can get into the lady's heart. Was that a pun based off Da Vinci? Was that <laughs> d- were you trying? Was that supposed to be the ladies like Da Vinci? Is that what you were trying to do? Because if if that's the case, we need to have a serious talk about adding a third member to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, as I was to say, you're on you're on thin ice, pal. I can't even boo you, mom, mommy, I. I think there's something wrong with Scraggles. Look look at him. Oh my god, honey. What happened to Scraggles? I don't know, but he 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 looks like the like like his entire right side looks like Scraggles, but then his entire left side just it looks like a different cat. Oh no, honey. Did you did you you didn't let your father play with Scraggles, did you? I mean, he's my dad and yeah, I did. Honey, how many times have I told you you can't let dad touch anything? He's gonna, you know. Where did Scraggles go? Oh, God. Oh, my God. You know he likes this, to tinker. Well, I, I know he likes to tinker, but, like, I didn't think, I, you know, I thought he was just making, like, robots and, you know, like, nutcrackers for Christmas. I didn't. Is Scraggles gonna die? Nope, Scraggles is not under the Christmas tree. Ben. Ben. What did you do to Scraggles? Dad. What? Our daughter is upset. What did you do to her cat? Who? You You were just saying the me, name Scraggles. Me, your daughter. You were just saying the name Scraggles, Ben. Don't pull that shit with me. Who's Scraggles? You know goddamn well who Scraggles is, Ben. You hear that? The lawn doesn't mow itself. You never... Oh my god, honey. Your father is on my last nerve. I think I know where the rest of Scraggles might be. Oh no, honey, what happens? Well, you see, I saw Dad wheeling a trash can out to the driveway, and I I have a hunch that maybe we could find his his left half. Rev, Rev, know. the lawnmower engine. It's time to mow the lawn, Rev, Rev. You're, you're just saying Rev, Ben. You're just saying the word Rev. I married a child. Good God, yes, I married a child. Glug, 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 Oh, my Rev, God. Rev. Dear God, you test me so. Honey, don't look in the trash can. I can't have, I don't want you to see Scraggles left half. I don't want you to have to see that. I think that's where his heart is, though. Oh, God. I think that that if the if the anatomy of cats is similar to the anatomy of people, then I think his heart might be in there. And then I don't know who this cat is on his left side, but it's I'm horrified. It it doesn't look like they get along at all. No, this one, its paws are turned backwards. So it keeps just walking around in like these zigzags. Oh, God, this poor creature. Look, I'll go. I will go into the trash and I will get scraggles. I don't okay. want you to have to see that. 
Hey, hey, mom. Yes. I know that Christmas is coming up, so you might have to hold out for a few weeks. But I just want to let you know that, like, me and like Jacob and Sarah and and Madeline, all of your other children, my mm-hmm. three siblings, um, we were talking and we voted and we said that it would be okay if you divorced Dad. Wait, honey, you do you really mean it? Yeah, we we wasn't even like one of those. We thought it might have been fifty fifty. We thought Jacob and Madeline might have been like, no, stay together. But even they were like, no, mom should divorce dad. Honey, I, I've only been staying in this marriage because I thought you should. I wanted you to ha- have a stable home. But if you if you want me to get divorced, I can get divorced. Believe me. Mom, I can assure you that there's nothing stable about having a cat torn in half by your father and then put back together with another. Don't worry about me, Steve. I'm just doing the lawn for my loving wife who I love dearly. Rev, rev. I can see there's no one there, Ben. You're not fooling anyone. Oh, oh, hello, other neighbor seven. He just said seven. He didn't even say a name. What? What? Who, who is this man? Honey, this is the best gift anyone has ever gotten me. Let's go. We'll get your, the other half of your cat. We'll stop by a vet. And on the way home, we will stop by a lawyer's office. Okay. All right. Wait. Can, does this mean I get to sit in the front seat of the van? <sighs> yes, you can sit in the front seat of the van. Just this once. Oh, that's all I wanted from this entire interaction. And now for a different thing. Okay, it is time for our game. Last night, I I created a game for us to play, and I don't know if I gauged the difficulty level correctly or not, but we will find out. Do you think it's going to be really hard or really easy? I'm afraid it's going to be really easy. Oh, but okay. hopefully it'll be fun anyway. I based this game off of a game that maybe we can introduce to the podcast one day that we played in person in the past where we had to distinguish between real names of characters from cats and fake names of characters from cats, which is a fun game, but I didn't want to introduce here because I feel like all of us would would know the answers at this point. Instead, I went a little more in depth and I came up with a game called The Hollywood Development Game. Here's how it works. I'm going to read the title of an upcoming movie or television show as well as a brief description of its premise. I should note some of these shows and movies are still upcoming. Some were announced in the past and never came, but these are all based off of either announcements of deals and upcoming movies or shows or things that I wrote and made up. Oh my God. So (laughs) the idea is that you will tell me whether the show or movie I'm describing is real or not. Whoever gets the most right will win, and I do have a tiebreaker at the end, just in case. Ooh. So that, right. that's that's how it'll work. Wow. I, I want to like believe that like the ones that Taylor wrote are like so in Taylor's voice. <laughs> like somehow, I don't even know how to describe it, but we'll see. Yeah, I, I don't know exactly how it's going to play out, but I will say that I tried to wait the game where I gave... I'm going to try to give Christian harder ones. Because, <laughs> wow. Wow. I do feel I have like a, Christian follows the trades potentially more than you do. I'm so excited to get a handicap on this game. But we'll see. Taylor knows I don't watch TV or movies. Okay. So who would like to go first? Christian. I will go first. All right. Perfect. 
Christian, I am going to read you the name and the description. You just tell me whether it's real or fake. Okay. This show is called The Graceland Five. It's an upcoming TV series on Netflix. The description is, Quentin Tarantino famously directed an episode of CSI in 2005, and 15 years later, he's announced his return to the small screen. The Graceland Five, a limited series which will be executive produced and directed by Tarantino, tells an epic crime tale of five men who feel they are wasting away their lives as Elvis impersonators on the Vegas Strip. (laughs) Together, they attempt to pull off the greatest heists in American history, stealing the contents of the Illuminati vault. (laughs) Led by John John Travolta, Kurt Russell, and Al Pacino, along with Tim Roth and Christoph Waltz, the series is expected to debut in late 2021, early 2022. Fascinating. So my in- my initial thoughts are, is first I'm thinking like, could Taylor have made that up? That sounds so bizarre and so crazy <laughs> that it feels like, like, but then, and then when I got to the part about heist, I'm like, Ooh, Taylor loves a heist though. He might've, he might've made that if he was making up a movie, there's no way he doesn't include at least one heist movie in the, in this pitch, but it, I should note it's show, a TV series. TV it's a limited, it's a limited TV series, which is useful to know. Cause one of the things I do know about Tarantino is that he has said he's only going to make like I think 10 or something films in his career even though I think he's past that and is going on technicalities now but so I I, I, I buy that he's switching over to or that he's doing some TV work uh, at least in the Netflix show and then he said Tim Roth as well and uh was it Christoph Waltz who he's worked with before and he's one of those guys who likes to reuse actors so I'm gonna say that that's real that is fake mother <laughs> <laughs> The Graceland Five is a punk rock tribute band from Seattle, Washington, that mostly plays Elvis songs. That was very good. Wow. wow. Shit. I'm thrilled that that worked because I was terrified that this was going to be too easy. So that's a good start. See, now I'm thinking is, hmm, all the things I said now must be things Taylor thought of when he was writing these questions. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. I, I was actually worried that putting both... I was worried putting John Travolta, Kurt Russell, Al Pacino, Tim Roth, and Christoph Waltz in it would tip you off too hard that I was making it up. You know what it was? I wasn't think. I forgot that he's worked with Travolta as well. I, I forgot about that for some reason. Okay. The next one is for Sophia. You ready? Okay. Yep. All right. This one is called Confederate. It's a TV series that HBO signed on for. Led by David Benioff and D.B. Weiss, the creative team behind Game of Thrones, Confederate takes place in an alternate universe where the southern states have successfully seceded from the Union, giving rise to a nation in which slavery remains legal and has evolved into a modern institution. The story follows characters on both sides of the Mason-Dixon demilitarized zone, freedom fighters, slave hunters, politicians, abolitionists, journalists, the executives of a slaveholding conglomerate, and more. See, I'm like mad because I do know that Benioff and Weiss did just get another show. Um, However, I feel like the anger, like I don't know what that show was called, but I feel like the anger was more so like, why are people giving them another show? They ruined Game of Thrones or something like that. I feel like I want to believe that there's no way that such a show would exist in this current political climate or ever. <laughs> um, because that's not like, you know, that's not a fantasy you need to explore. All right. There's some things you don't need to know. Like, right. Like, but yeah, I would say huh, it's fake. Thank God. <laughs> mm. 
Confederate, Confederate no! is real. <laughs> that, yeah, that, no! one, that one was a big news story when that broke. The good news is you're not entirely off base in that they have, since the announcement, announced that it's not going to happen. I think because right. of everything that's happening in the world, they realized we don't need a show about what if the South was successful. Because wh- um, wasn't yeah. this like but, last year or something of this? Or uh, I feel like there's a bit of distance on this Yeah, one. it was sometime last year. And I should mention, too, that fairly recently, they Benioff and Weiss announced a new project they're working on yeah. called The Three-Body Problem, that. Um, which is based off of a famous Chinese science fiction novel. So hmm. you are both 0 for 1. <laughs> and I am satisfied. That's really all I needed. You can uh, get the rest right, and I'll feel okay. And I, I knew Confederate. Oh I wish I got that. Uh. Uh. I told you I wasn't going to give you ones <laughs> that I knew you would know. <laughs> uh. All right, back to Christian. Round two. All right, all right. There are five of each of these. Okay. By the way, thank you. Thank you. Okay. Round two, Christian. The Nevers, a TV series on HBO. Mm-hmm. Executive produced by Joss Whedon creator of shows like Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Firefly, The Nevers is an epic science fiction drama about a gang of Victorian women who find themselves with unusual abilities, relentless enemies, and a mission that might change the world. The cast is led by Laura Donnelly of Outlander fame, who plays Amalia True, the most irresponsible, spontaneous, and psychologically broken hero of 19th century London and a danger to the British elite. She's dedicated to her cause and never turns down a drink. Motherfucker. <laughs> oh, you piece of shit. This is, uh, this is, these are uh, really good if these are fake. The, uh, <laughs> the, at least the one fake one so far is pretty good. That sounds, see, that's the thing is that sounds very on brand for Joss Whedon. It's about, oh, it's women with powers kind of thing. But then you know that though. And you know that I know what Joss Whedon's <laughs> famous for. But I also know that Joss Whedon, is he working right? I mean, he just did like, he, he has that, con- he has controversy right now because of the whole Justice League stuff uh, and potential scandal there. And I know he's not really on the upswing right now. And I'm not, but I don't know what he's working on. So it could be this, but mm, <laughs> I'm going to say fake. <laughs> The Nevers is real. <laughs> Son of a <laughs> I knew it. Uh, I fucking knew it. Uh. <laughs> Why did they go with fake? It also features Olivia Williams, James Norton, Tom Riley. Not not super famous people, but I, I thought that one was good because it sounds fake. Like, right. It sound like it doesn't sound good. <laughs> it doesn't sound yeah. Like it, it sounds uh, exactly like a pitch for a TV show, though. But. Yeah. All right. Christian's over two. Damn it. I. It's amazing hearing you both talk about stuff like it's common knowledge. <laughs> You're like, oh, and the Joss Sweden. It doesn't. Guy. It doesn't help. <laughs> I'm, I'm Joss Sweden <laughs> also directed uh, the Avengers and half of Justice League for for people who need any other context. All right, Sophia, doesn't round help. two. You ready? Sure. Yep. Why not a TV series coming to Disney Plus? Executive produced by Anthony and Joe Russo, who directed, Sophia, (laughs) Avengers Infinity War, Avengers Endgame, Captain America Civil War, and more. Uh, Why Not is an anthology series documenting famous Marvel Cinematic Universe superheroes and the ways they spend their downtime. Watch Marvel icons like Chris Hemsworth, who plays Thor, 
Mark Ruffalo, the Hulk, and Brie Larson, Captain Marvel, perform seemingly mundane tasks like grocery shopping, laundry, and cooking dinner, and you'll find out they're not that different from us after all. Okay, so I feel like we've been having this conversation a lot about people, like how weird would it be to see them doing the mundane? So that lends, you know, makes me think that you made this up because we have recently had a conversation about how weird it would be to like watch like Donald Trump like turn off a light switch or like plug in his (laughs) phone or, or something like that. And I just feel like the title of the show doesn't seem to match up with like the description. Also, I mean, it could if it is fake, it could be a good idea. I'm going to go with fake. All right. You are correct. Okay. Uh, were you, were you, riff, fake, were you but, riffing off of what if? Yeah, there's a Marvel show coming to Disney Plus called What If? Okay. Um, that is, I guess, like, what if this superhero <laughs> was this person instead? So, I, I I didn't really understand. So it. what what if is like a reference to old old? It's an old like comic series where it would be like, what if Spider Man was in the Fantastic Four? Or what if, uh, you know, what if uh, this person did this thing instead? So it would be like alternate takes of like, what if this thing that had happened had actually gone this way? Right. Wow. And I thought of why not. Just because I was like, they're Marvel. They can probably name a show. Why not? And get away with it. See, there, there, so. there was a part of me that was like, is this wordplay Taylor is doing? Or is that Marvel word, doing <laughs> wordplay off of their own series? It's funny to know that that might have actually gotten you too. Wow. All right. So Sophia takes a one nothing lead after round two. Yeah. All right. All right, you ready, uh, Christian? Yeah, I, I hate I hate that you went into this being like, oh, Christian probably reads the trades and stuff. And then I just, nothing. I have nothing. <laughs> right. Okay. All right, this one is called Frat Boy Genius. Okay. It is a TV series on Quibi. <laughs> okay. Uh, touted at the 2019 South by Southwest Film Festival as Snapchat's version of the social network, Frat Boy Genius revolves around Snapchat founder Evan Spiegel a 20-something entrepreneur not afraid to exploit his peers to turn a unique idea into a million-dollar business. A dark-humored satire about greed, deceitfulness, and a drug habit that gets ever so slightly out of hand, the show will help launch the bite-sized streaming service in early 2020. Frat boy genius, huh? Say, I have a problem with this. There's a part, <laughs> there's a part of me that's like, hmm... This sounds like T- Taylor could have made this up because it does sound a lot like he took the social network and substituted a bunch of shit and picked Queeby because he knows I know what Queeby is and it's funny to talk about and it's dumb. I love that you say Queeby too. Uh, I don't even, I refuse to pronounce it correctly. I was it Quibi? Yeah, fuck it. it, it yeah. It's, but here's the thing is I think I may have seen the trailer for this, but now I'm like, am I incepting, <laughs> I incepting myself and making this shit up? I'm going to say it's real. Frat Boy Genius was real. They did announce in April of this year that they were not going to actually release the show. Mm. Um, I think there was like something where one of the other Snapchat co-founders died and committed suicide. <laughs> oh God. And they they decided not to go forward with this show, but it, it was real. That was a real announcement that I read from. So Whew. point for Christian. Thank you. Finally, I'm on the board. Yeah, one to one. End of round three goes to Sophia. Woo! This is also a TV series on Quibi. <laughs> uh, it's called Chrissy's Court. In each episode of Chrissy's Court, model and social media influencer <laughs> Chrissy Teigen will reign as the judge over a small claims case. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. The show will also feature Tegan's mother, known as Pepper Tie, 
Acting as the bailiff to maintain order in the court. The plaintiffs, defendants, and disputes are real, and Teagan's rulings will be binding. If you thought Chrissy Teigen couldn't become... <laughs> if you thought Chrissy Teigen couldn't become an actual courtroom judge, you've been overruled. Uh, the description. Wow. So, you all probably don't realize that I'm, like, a huge fan of Chrissy Teigen, so... Uh, actually, well, that's, that's, that's why I consider flipping these two questions, but... Right. Well, the thing is, like, I've not seen Chrissy's court, so unless you change something about this description, I know that that is a real show, and, like, she was, like, <laughs> it was, like, on billboards and shit. She was very excited. It reminded me of, like, the whole, like, Amanda, or what was it, Bringing the Dancing Lobsters or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I know that her mother's name is Pepper Tie. Yeah. Yeah, it's very real. Yeah. I honestly couldn't get through that description because I couldn't believe it was real as I was saying it. Right. Oh, but it is. I was just sitting here so, thinking, wow, if this is fake, Taylor both did a bunch of research and needs to pitch this <laughs> to Chrissy Teigen. <laughs> <sighs> I really like, I, I, I thought that one might be known just because she's famous, but I just, I couldn't get over the line. If you thought Chrissy Teigen couldn't become an actual courtroom judge, you've been overruled. <laughs> oh my God. All right. So Sophia takes a two to one lead. Ooh. Now we go to round number four. Oh, shit. All right. I gotta run the board. Well, there's a tiebreaker. Uh, all right, Christian. This is a uh, an upcoming movie from Warner Brothers called A Strike of Lightning. Joanne Rowling, better known as J.K. Rowling, developed a magical fantasy universe for an entire generation. While her titular career-defining character is known for the lightning-shaped scar on his forehead, her post-Potter career is known for turning her into an online lightning rod. A Strike of Lightning sets out to tell the true tale of Rowling, a complicated figure whose mind spawned a movement and whose mouth threatens to undermine countless others. <laughs> when, when you started with the title, I'm like, I might have heard of this before. And I knew there was a uh, there was a J.K. Rowling movie on like uh, Lifetime or something. Like, I know she had movies made out of her, but based off the Twitter shit, I think this sounds fake. Uh, I'm going to say fake. <laughs> that one is fake. Yeah. Um, I also wrote in the parentheses, Scarlett Johansson has signed on to play J.K. Rowling. <laughs> oh my God. I decided that if I read that out loud, you would definitely know it was fake. Oh, 100%. Um, I mean, there's no fucking way WV Warner Brothers would make them. <laughs> Movie about Rowling right now, while they're still oh, making God. Fantastic Beast films. Uh, you're good at this, man. I gotta give it to you. Yeah, this is actually your. Wow. All right, end of round four. Back to Sophia. This is a TV show coming to Netflix. It's called American Jesus. The famous Scottish comic book writer Mark Millar, who wrote The Ultimates, Kingsman, and Kickass, has announced his latest television adaptation following a deal with Netflix. A bilingual series, American Jesus, follows a 12-year-old boy who discovers he is actually Jesus Christ. He can turn water into wine, make the crippled walk, and maybe raise the dead? Will he accept his destiny and join in a thousands of years long conflict? Okay, I'm sorry. Wait, American Jesus, and this is coming to Netflix? Yeah. And this is, I don't know who that director is. He's, he's a famous comic book writer. He he wrote the comic book that the movie Kick Ass is based off of Kingsman, what? which was. I guess made my into question is like, why is he American? Like, what does that have to do? Like, so why is it? It's bilingual. What are the two languages? English and what? Spanish. 
Okay. I really want to beat Christian. (laughs) (laughs) I just... Fake. That one is real. (laughs) No. It started filming last fall. I assume it didn't finish filming before the... Or finish production, at least, before the coronavirus hit, but... Yeah, uh, Mark Millar, who is not a person I was super familiar with, has had a lot of his work made into movies and TV shows. Right. I, so yeah, he did. He did do a deal with Netflix, which is why I'm like, huh? If Taylor did, Taylor really must have did his research for this question. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you ready? Final round. <sighs> oh God, we're tied and we're tied up. Yep. Yeah, it is two to two. <sighs> okay. And there is a tiebreak. Pre- All right. Pressure's on. Back to Christian. This is a another Netflix production. This one a movie. Coming in sometime in the future. Currently, it's known as Untitled Hulk Hogan Biopic. Director Todd Phillips, Joker and The Hangover, is now going in yet another direction, digging deep into the world of professional wrestling. Untitled Hulk Hogan Biopic will star Chris Hemsworth as Hulk Hogan and document his rise to fame in the 1980s. The movie will reportedly not delve into his recent sex scandal and related lawsuits. Uh, Hulk Hogan said on Stone Cold Steve Austin's podcast that when he saw the trailer for Joker with Joaquin Phoenix, he said, oh, my God, that's how big of a movie they want to make. <laughs> oh, oh, this oh, this rips me up inside. Uh, I'm trying to reason it out because there is a small part of me that once again feels like I might be incepting myself because I feel like I may have seen Chris Hemsworth talk about this on a press junket. But. Chris Hemsworth also feels way too big to be doing a Hulk Hogan biopic. <laughs> and I, Hulk Hogan's important. I guess. I, and I, his name's Terry Belia, okay? And his name's yeah, he's t- a Tampa legend. He's a local legend. <laughs> and, and, um, and his like, and so I'm trying to think, what, could, would Taylor have thrown in Todd Phillips? Because we joked about Todd Phillips a lot. And so I feel you like joked about Todd Phillips a lot. Sorry, who the <laughs> fuck are these people? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what is your relationship without me? What are you two like? I don't want to be on. I don't even want to be a fly on the wall of your independent conversations. <laughs> this is what it's like. <laughs> God, you guys, you need me. Anyway, sorry, continue on. <laughs> hey, get a load of Todd There Phillips. are nerds who would listen to that, for the record. Oh, 100%. This is, we're going after a very specific audience right now who are enraptured. Uh, well. I'm, uh, I am going to say, I don't feel it, but I f- I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it's real. That one's real. Mm, motherfucker. And yeah. I will say most of the stories, most of the stories online do have to do with Chris Hemsworth's press junket about it. So I think you were onto something there. I just couldn't get over the Hulk Hogan quote. I, that was too <laughs> funny to me. Okay. Last one of round five. Christian has pulled into a three to two lead. Can Sophia send us to the tiebreaker? No. <laughs> All right. This is a upcoming movie from Focus Features. It's called Titillated Teacups. <laughs> <laughs> I want to lock in my answer right now, but go on. I know what you're thinking, but director. (laughs) Oh, my God. I can't. I can't even. Director Wes Anderson. (laughs) Does does he want does. (laughs) 
Does he want us to go to a tiebreaker? So he's, he's, he he's not even on screen. He keeps leaving the frame <laughs> to go left. <laughs> I thought this. I'm actually. I'm honestly proud of myself for not breaking down for the first nine. Okay. <laughs> I can't do this. All right. Just start from the top. I I can't. I can't. I can't do it. I probably should. <laughs> okay. All right. Come on. This is, a, this is an upcoming movie from, from Focus Features called Titillated Teacups. Director Wes Anderson's next movie is taking him back to the animated world that he last visited in Fantastic Mr. Fox and Isle of Dogs. This movie tells the whimsical story of four anthropomorphic, four anthropomorphic teacups on a journey. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> Dude! <laughs> This is going to be the rest of the podcast. It is Taylor trying to read this and failing. Once I start laughing, I can't stop. (laughs) All right. Tells the whimsical story of four anthropomorphic teacups on a journey from the palace of the Queen of England to the cupboard of a dying grandmother living (laughs) in New Mexico. Taylor, you're an insane man. <laughs> he's gone. He left For again. those listening, he's he's gone. Oh my god! I, I hope I hope so much that this is real. Taylor just can't read this without cracking up. Taylor probably wrote this at 12 a.m. and is so proud of himself, and then didn't practice saying it out loud. I don't know, because to me it reads like this is the last one he made, and he did it just before he came on. Because... Yeah, like it's it's just this is insanity. Jason Schwartzman, Bill Murray, and Saoirse Ronan signed on and will likely join a, join the cast of of full Anderson regulars. Should I read it again? <laughs> Can you? All right. This is an upcoming movie from Focus Features called Titillated Teacups. (laughs) Director Wes Anderson's reported follow-up to The French Dispatch takes him back to his animated world last visited in Fantastic Mr. Fox and Isle of Dogs. It tells the whimsical story of four anthropomorphic teacups on a journey from the palace of the Queen of England to the cupboard of a dying grandmother living in New Mexico. Jason Schwartzman, Bill Murray, and Saoirse Ronan signed on to the script and will likely join a cast of Anderson regulars. I don't know what to make (laughs) of the fact that that took you like four minutes or more to get through and that you're laughing. So, And I can't tell if it's like laughing because it's ridiculous or laughing because you're so proud of yourself for being so fucking deranged to write something like that. (laughs) And so, ugh, titillated teacups. That sounds so fucking stupid. <laughs> and I also don't know if, like, they'd name a show, like, or what, a movie? Is this a movie? It doesn't matter. It's not real. Yeah, a movie. And so titillated, I feel like they wouldn't use that word, like, marketing-wise. Because people would be like, hey, you going to watch that titty teacup movie? And then, then people are going <laughs> to laugh at it. And, like, because that movie about the titty, the titillated titty teacups, and that's what people are going to say. And then I feel like you just wanted to say Sersha. <laughs> I just wanted, I think you wanted to show off your pronunciation, which is good. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. I think it's fake. No, that's real. No, that's real. <laughs> no that Why? was fake. That was, that oh, was obviously is fake. Is it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fake. 
Fuck you, Christian. Because like, yeah, I fucking knew no, it. No, I had no fucking clue. I just, <laughs> I just, I was convinced though. I would have said real because I was. Maybe I, maybe I am good at this if I can't even control myself and it's, and you still think it's real. Whew, okay. The good news is that means you get to uh, do the tiebreaker. Mm. Sure. Here, I'm going to, here's what I'm going to do for the tiebreaker. Okay. What I have here are 10 different TV show titles and you have to guess how many of these titles are real Quibi shows. <laughs> oh, fuck Quibi. Oh, Okay. In fact, I want, closest, I want to take this moment now to say fuck Quibi officially. The official stance of yeah. this podcast is fuck Quibi. The closest, fine. whoever gets the closest to the real number without going over will win the tiebreaker. I'm going to send you a, uh, uh, a picture without the answers. <laughs> wow. Smart, smart move. I'll read these out loud, but I want you to be able to look at them. Okay. I'm going to read the 10 titles that I have here. You have to guess how many of them are real. Closest without going over wins. All right. I will now read them for our listening audience. Agua Donkeys. Barkitecture. Cup of Joe with Joe Jonas. Die Heart with Kevin Hart. Game Show, spelled G-A-Y-M-E Show. Memory Hole with Will Arnett. Murder House Flip. Sex Next Door. Shape of Pasta, and When the Streetlights Go On. And you want us to guess how many are real or which ones are real? How many are real? You can, you can tell me which ones you think are real, but I just want a number. Wow. Whoever gets the closest. Should, gets we the like, closest. should we like message you separately with our number? Sure. You guys can just send me the number, you think? Okay. I can't just underbid Sophia now, but... That's right. Uh, ooh, this is tough. Again, Agua Donkeys, Barkitecture, Cup of Joe with Joe Jonas, Die Heart with Kevin Hart, Game Show, G-A-Y-M-E Show, Memory Hole with Will Arnett, Murder House Flip, Sex Next Door, Shape of Pasta, and When the Streetlights Go On. All right, I have received my answer through Facebook Messenger. What happens if we tie the tiebreaker? <laughs> did we did we um, have the same answer? That's a good question. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you both sent me a six. Yeah. <laughs> great, great minds, great minds. I don't know what to do with that. Each of us get a half of your car. <laughs> then we will um, connect and to then we're a gonna... separate half, a separate car. I guess we're going to have to call it a tie and then play this game again in the future at some point. I like that. I'd be down for that, yeah. Because yeah. you both said six. All of those are real Quibi shows. Motherfuck. What? <laughs> oh, I can't. You know, the, <laughs> I, I, I love the shape of pasta because it feels like it's playing on the shape of water. And I felt yeah. like that was a thing you were doing and not a thing a real show. That's how I felt. I'm. And then, like, I just was like, okay, Cup of Joe with Joe Jonas, real. Die Hart with Kevin Hart, fake. <laughs> right, because I've heard of the Joe Jonas show. I've heard of that one. But I thought this right. was Taylor playing off the Joe Jonas one with the Kevin Hart one. That's what I thought. I will say, once I went down the Quibi rabbit hole in my research, I was tempted to turn this entire quiz into a Quibi quiz. Because oh my God. they have some insane shit going on over there at Quibi, whatever that company What's is. What's Agua Donkeys about? Yeah, I need to know. <laughs> Agua Donkeys. It is a television series about pool cleaners chasing the perfect tan, the perfect vibe, and the perfect mix of bromine and chlorine. Cool. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard of Memory Hole. I've heard of that one. 
The the others though were yeah, a, so, a mystery to me. Yeah. Barkitect what's so, his architecture? <laughs> it's what is that is No, that? I, I knew I had a feeling Barkitecture was real. It's, yeah, I, I just like is it like like home impro- a home improvement show for dogs? It's a uh it's a luxury dog house building show. Mm, okay. That's that sounds correct. Right. So there you have it. That is the Hollywood development game, which unfortunately ended in a in a complete tie. Fortunately, <laughs> well, it's my, my, almost like we we could have not done it and had the same results. No, <laughs> I like. No, it. I, that I actually good. I really did like that. You you have a you have a talent for making shit up. I, I gotta say, he's like it's like a comedian or like an improviser. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the next plot twist: is that I prepared none of those. <laughs> I made all those up. Oh that, that would be impressive. Wow. Except for the part where it took you like seven minutes to read one of them, where I should, <laughs> we should have been able to see through the roofs. Yeah. Uh, I honestly was worried I was going to laugh during every single one of them, and then I got to the end and I just saw the word titillated and I just couldn't do it. <laughs> Comedy Joke was created and produced by Taylor Gaines, Sophia Pierzada, and myself, Christian Torres. Artwork by Nosebleed Design Studio. Music by Tramambopoline. Make sure to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify wherever you listen. Tell your friends about us and let us know if you have an idea for a game for us to play on the show. See you in two weeks.